Today, we want to talk to you about what needs to change in typical women's leadership training. We recently did a poll with our online audience of women from all over the world, but mostly from the Midwest. I think that's Mm -hmm. where the majority of our audience is from. And we asked them what their biggest pet peeve was about Timothy typical women's leadership training or events. And so we're going to share their answers today on the show. And we're also going to share ours because what needs to change in typical women's leadership training is found within our biggest pet peeves. Absolutely. So if you're new to our Facebook page or new to us, I'm Coach Rachel. And I'm Coach, and Coach Mandy. And Coach I, Mandy's on mute. I was on mute. <laughs> and we are the co-founders of Rayma Team LLC. And it's a life and leadership coaching company for women. And we are passionate about equipping women to be mature, respected, feminine leaders, female leaders with emotional strength and resilience. So for today's Facebook live show, um, this is also going to be featured on our podcast, which does have a new name, by the way. Uh, We were formerly known as the She Who Overcomes podcast. And now we are the Fearless Feminine Leadership Podcast, and it's a weekly show that equips women to be confident leaders. And you can listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So Mandy, let's dive right in. What is your biggest pet peeve about women's leadership training? So we kind of talked about this on last week's show, but um, we'll just dive in and say it again, because hands down, my biggest pet peeve about typical women's leadership training is this swag bags over the top decorations. And I'm going to add one that we didn't talk about last week, but does fall into this. And that is like arts and crafts. (laughs) And Mandy has more than one pet peeve. To me, they're all together. Like they kind of, because you usually don't see one without the other two, or at least, you know, some combination right. of that. Um, yep. Rachel, what is your biggest pet peeve? Like, is yours different than this? Um, it is a little bit. And it does kind of, if you see one, you often see the other. So my biggest pet peeve is is the um, vendor show combo event where. Um, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, where there's um, vendors that are supposed to enhance, I think, the experience. And I think all of this is supposed to enhance the experience, um, but instead detracts. And um, I think that's probably, you know, we're going to talk about some more specific ones, but I think that's where it really becomes a pet peeve for me is when it starts to detract um, from the training or the expenses of all of this other stuff makes mm-hmm. the training have to be less because there's not as much in the budget um, for that. So yeah, it's a little different, yeah. but definitely falls in line with the same idea. Yeah. And you know, I, and we talked about this last week about how you don't see these type of things typically in a leadership training event where the audience is like 80% men, 20% women. You see it where it's 100% women. And I think for me, the reason why, like my, you got to understand my history. I (laughs) had a shopping addiction 
to the point that there is such a thing in my history and wait, Rachel knows about it. That is called the shopping ban of 2008. Right. So like I basically that movie, um, what is that movie? Why can't I yes, confessions, confessions of a shopaholic? Of a shopaholic? Yes. Um, I could have, I could have been her. Like that was me, only in North Dakota, not New York. And so I feel like that's kind of where this came from. And it also came from the fact that I have been to some amazing leadership trainings where you don't get tables, you have to sit in theater chairs all day. You have to like really build your endurance and your focus to, mm -hmm. to be able to grab and, and absorb all of the training and the growth that the coaches were throwing at you that day or even that entire weekend. And there were no swag bags. There were no over-the-top decorations. There sure as hell weren't any arts and crafts. And <laughs> it was one of the best trainings. I mean, I have gone to that training several years like in a row mm -hmm. and, um, they, you know, the company has kind of changed how they do it now, but, um, it was life changing and professional changing, like professionally, it, it challenged me and it taught me things that I wasn't getting in other places. And so I think that's why, um, it's why we've never wanted to have, uh, any of those things in our, mm -hmm events. And it's so funny because since last week's episode, when I was listening to the podcast version of it, I realized that we had like our first year in business, we did have an arts and craft uh, yes, we did. little experience. <laughs> do you remember that? Like do, I jars, do remember that. Date um, night jars we did or something? Yeah, we did date night jars at a Celebrate Your Man event, but it was the one and only anytime Mandy and I've ever done anything that's under the pet peeve category. It's been we one, do it one time, one and, only. Um, one and only. And I think some of this too is um, growing up in evangelical Christianity and going to women's events. Yes. It's a whole different, it's a whole different atmosphere of what mm. we're there for and the um, experience they're trying to create. And I think yes women get into this idea that and then all of a sudden they just all start looking the same and I think that's a pet yeah. peeve um definitely is that the reason that you're there should be um part of the planning of what the room is going to be like what the experience mm -hmm. is going to be like and not every event not every training needs to have all of the fluff with it mm -hmm. now there are some events where that's that's what it's for like it's a vendor show or it's a you know, a show for, you know, maybe there's some networking or some different things that are going to be happening. And so that stuff is, is necessary. Um, but most of the time it's not. So, um, Mandy, what did some of the women in the survey say was their biggest pet peeve? Cause I know they had stuff that was outside of what we said they um, did. about women's leadership training. Yeah, there were a lot of answers and they were really great. They were in yep. depth. Um, some of them did say, you know, they're sick of the fluffy pink, you know, party type of things that we, that everything that Rachel and I just said would fall under, right. but there were um, several of them that answered things that we really need to talk about. So we're only going to talk about two of them today because it would be a super long show if we shared everything. <laughs> so today we're going to really share like two of the most significant ones. So the first one um, is that it tends and and when I say it, women, typical women's leadership training tends to serve veteran women in leadership only. 
And I thought this was a big one that needs to be addressed because um, it is a thing. I think typically in any, like when you think about where women are most often introduced to leadership training, it's Mm -hmm. typically in network marketing or direct sales or an MLM company. And a lot of times you don't actually get the leadership training until you have crawled up the ranks to a leadership level. Mm -hmm. And yet you're supposed to know how to build a team and lead a team at the basic levels, right? Right. In order to climb your way up that. And so I think we're doing such a disservice to women in general when we market and focus our women's leadership training just to the ones who already have leader in their title or Mm. already have a team of people that are following behind them. Um, I know we have our upcoming Fearless Feminine Leadership online experience next week. And we actually have some women from, we have women from all over the world. We have one -hmm. one young woman from the UK who is working a full-time job at the moment wants to someday have a business and lead other people in that business, isn't exactly sure on what she'd want to do quite yet. Mm -hmm. She recognizes the importance of building her skill now. So she's ready then. Right. Which is amazing. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? And I think so many women and so many leadership trainings in general, wait to teach those skills to people until they've arrived. Can you imagine what would happen if leadership training as a whole, and especially for women, had the mindset and the perspective of, you know what, anybody's invited to this leadership training. If you care about leadership and growth, you can learn something. And if you don't have a team of people that you're leading yet, at the very least, you're going to learn skills to help lead yourself first, which Mm -hmm. is always like the first, like foundation of leadership. If you can't lead yourself, what are you even doing? (laughs) (laughs) You got to start there, which is exactly what this gal is doing is leading herself first and and Mm -hmm. taking the initiative to look for training um, that does this. But, you know, I think you see this in corporate um, as well, where maybe it's not so much that the, there is not as much, there is not training. Um, It's more like how often Mm-hmm. or, you know, um, the level of training yes. or, you know, you get certain experiences at a certain, you know, once you get to the highest rank or whatever, you get, um, access to other training. And I'm not necessarily saying that's, that's wrong. However, like you said, Maddie, what would happen if you flip that and you give mm-hmm. training, um, to the ones that are, that want to arrive at that, right. spot, that want to arrive at that, marketing director spot that want to arrive mm-hmm. at whatever, you know, they, that they want to arrive at, um, flipping that to be like, okay, this is raw talent, new talent. What, what can we do with this? Um, instead of being like, let's give them vendor shows and swag bags and all of this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and, or let's only, let's only serve the veteran women or men in that case. Right. Um, with leadership, because I think honestly, this is a male thing as well. I don't think this is just I think, a male yeah. one when it comes to the level of leadership training mm-hmm. that you get, depending on what your title is. Mm-hmm. And I think back to like my the majority of my leadership training happened when I worked in the hospitality industry and in the network marketing industry. Mm-hmm. Like outside of me 
seeking that because we own a company and I, I liked professional growth. Like there, all the other jobs I had did not teach me that or did not offer me opportunities to learn that or to invest in myself in that way or for them to invest in me that way until I was introduced to the hospitality industry and the network marketing industry. And typically in uh, the hospitality industry, even what I noticed, and I noticed this among other professional industries too. So not just hospitality, but that's the one that I was in. Typically it's only the sales and marketing team and the actual leadership team that even is made aware of opportunities for leadership growth Mm -hmm. and leadership development. And I think that needs to change. Like as women leaders, we need to recognize the importance of everybody having uh, an invitation to the table of leadership growth. Because when you have a team of people who all care about leadership development, that's when you get an amazing team of people and an amazing environment to work in mm-hmm. where even, you know, the, the front desk people get a chance for leadership growth. Even the people who are the caterers or the wait staff get an opportunity for leadership growth right. when you, or like the bank tellers or, you right. know, the customer you, service people. Right. The ones that people often don't because there's a high turnover rate. I mean, oftentimes right. it comes down to the money. Could you imagine there might not be such a high turnover rate if we treat the Uh people like they are worth investing in um they might stay and i know a lot of times it's a very small business uh mindset instead of like a corporate mindset but Mm -hmm. like gosh it just really could change a lot of things if we and as women it just takes one woman at a time to make changes like this like if you're Mm -hmm. in you know if you're in a corporation um speak up Right. Say something about the fact that we need mm-hmm. to include everybody in this training or we need more training. How can we make this happen? Yeah. And the thing, and at the same time with that, if the events, if the quote unquote leadership trainings that you're inviting people to are filled with the fluffy things, like all of the vendor booths, the swag bags, the decorations, the arts and crafts, it might not be meaty enough material for them mm-hmm. to care about continuing their education in that manner. Right. Right. Yeah, if definitely. all they're introduced to is something fluffy, it's not going to impact their lives in the same way as introducing them to something that is going to help them dive deep as a quality human being first. And then as a leader eventually, or even where they're already at or stepping into. And right. these are typically like, Typically, companies will hire an executive coach or a leadership coach when somebody gets a promotion and they Mm -hmm. need to learn how to like how to balance all of those, you know, challenges like people skills and laser focused skill building on maybe new computer systems or new systems and processes, along with how do we build teamwork on a new team when we have a new leader. Like those are typically the main reasons why coaches like ourselves would come into things or, or even like helping people with their communication and their conflict resolution skills. Right. That's not the only way, like the companies where they recognize the importance of quality leadership training, not just fluffy, like, oh, I got to get my people to a leadership training this, this month so I can check it off their list. Right. Like, <laughs> check it no. off the box. 
Yeah. Or like, you know, I got to make sure they're networking and all this stuff, like quality leadership training that is really going to impact the entire organization at every level, not just the top. Yeah, absolutely. So actually that really leads us into the second pet peeve that we want to talk about. Hey, Overcomer, we've got a few questions for you. So let's take a quick break from the episode to have a chat. The first question is this. Are you sick and tired of the typical women's leadership presentations that are full of unicorns and rainbows and that toxic positivity that doesn't actually help you grow? Second question is, do you want to learn how to lead in your business and career with grace and grit? Meaning you want to develop the wisdom and resilience that requires you to weather all the ups and downs that a leader faces day in and day out. Are you craving those nitty gritty leadership skills that cut to the challenging issues that strong leaders face? You know, the kind that develops women into mature, intelligent leaders that know how to balance sensitive people issues with laser focused skill building. Lastly, do you dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to, valued, and trusted? A female leader respected for her emotional strength and resilience. If this resonates with you on any level, then I want you to run to the show notes to get your spot in fearless feminine leadership. It's the three-day live experience designed to help you overcome your fears of seeming like a bitch and not being respected as a woman in leadership. Inside this three-day online experience, we'll teach you how to kick your fears in the ass by discovering how to know when the fear of not being respected is sabotaging your leadership with your team and in your business. You'll learn the number one thing you do that actually undermines your leadership and causes people to not take you seriously as a leader, as well as what to start doing instead. And you'll also discover the secrets to being a fearless female leader and the characteristics you need to strengthen to start leading like a boss. We've learned what works and what doesn't when it comes to being fearless female leaders of teams and businesses. And we're sharing all of our secrets with you. So grab your spot in fearless feminine leadership today at the link in the show. Okay, back to the show. Um, One woman said, uh, cookie cutter, same Mm -hmm. as all other trainings, instead of actual personal growth, it's a scheme to purchase things I don't need or could receive free elsewhere. So many trainings feel like a waste of time and money. Teach me something I don't already know. Um, to me, that the, uh, that reminds me of the phrase mm-hmm. like "teach me something I don't I don't have to Google." Like I could Google that right. and find out the answer to. Teach me something that I can implement mm-hmm. right away, either that day, the day that I leave. Like teach me something that the notes um, don't just sit, uh, you know, in a file somewhere or go in the garbage or like that was a complete waste of time. We have all sat in trainings like that, meetings like that. (laughs) We've also had all kinds of things where we're like, are you kidding? Um, Or- You've even gotten up and left. Did once, you guys. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, like, that was was technically- It was a small room too. I just had it. Um, I was texting (laughs) 
and, and this could be a pet peeve, um, but sometimes it's where the the person who's doing the training, their words are not matching up with the person that they are. And that was kind of part of what was going on that day. A, it was stuff that was like, this is a waste of time. I already know this. And I had something else I think we were trying to do that day. And I really needed to be there for that instead. And the words that were coming out of that person's mouth were so opposite of um, what they said that they taught or believed or acted it was just like so I was not okay I literally walked up I stood up (laughs) um I wasn't I was right in her eyesight I stood up I just walked out of the room you guys I was just like no no I can't I like my spirit could not sit in the chair any longer and I'm like man damn leaving (laughs) I just couldn't do it anymore and I didn't I didn't do it in a disrespectful manner or anything like that but sometimes it's really what it comes to like Mm -hmm if I'm going to take time out of my day, this has got to be something I can't Google or figure out on my own. This has got to be something Mm -hmm. that I can't receive from free elsewhere, which is what I think of when it's like Google or the library. Like if I can't go get a book and teach myself this, we have to be able to save people time. We have to be able to Mm -hmm. save people money, or we have to be able to save them some emotional pain. Like those are the three things that trainings need to be able to do. And I think when it's a waste of time or a waste Mm -hmm. of money, or teaches you something you don't already know, then you really do feel like, what is the point? Mm-hmm. And then maybe when leadership opportunities do come up at your company or whatever, um, that could be why they're not widely well-received because this is usually what people are used to. Mm-hmm. So it is I mean, that's I- a little bit off of a tangent, but like, I, I think it all kind of goes together. Like people don't realize how badly this sometimes makes you feel being in a room where you feel completely like this is a waste of time and I feel like my intelligence is like Mm -hmm. disrespected or whatever well and I think like as coaches we've even seen that with some of our corporate group sessions where it's Mm -hmm. like initially because of things they've experienced in the past they kind of feel like well you know, what is this? What kind of fluffy right. thing Eyes is going to be? <laughs> yep. Um, and it, we even had like last week, we had a session with some leaders and we had given them a homework assignment beforehand to kind of prepare for the, the different conversations we were going to have. And I had asked them when we got there, like, did you bring it? Like I saw some of them brought, brought it and some didn't. And so I just asked them, like, did you start it? And one of the, one of the leaders said, you know, I, I haven't written in it yet, but I've been thinking about it. And I have to say, like, my first thought was, what is this? Like, what kind (laughs) of fluffy thing is this? But the questions you're asking are really thought provoking and they're helping me think differently as a leader. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing. Like, I mean, you can sit there and Google any type of journal prompt. You can sit there and Google any type of like, you know, 10 steps to being a better you or anything like that. The difference between great leadership training and something that you can Google for free is is the conversation that the coach and the leader can bring into it and how they Mm -hmm. can help you apply it personally based on what you're going through along with the team if you're in a team session. Um, But really like giving you that insight is into why this is maybe being a, you know, a challenge for you or a struggle for you. And then also, you know, how, what do you do from here? 
<laughs> because so many people, just any type of leadership training, people tend to sit there and they think, oh, that was great. Cool. Awesome. Now I know it. And now I can be a better leader and they don't apply it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think that is maybe the, um, unidentified issue of a lot of leadership training too, like besides some of these pet peeves that women are telling us that they've seen and experienced and that they have, we also have to remember and realize as leaders that if we don't apply what we're learning, then that's on us. Right. Yeah. Like, I think honestly, maybe this could be a really great show to put down on plugging into the tools you were given. Um, because I think that is, and that is part of the problem sometimes. Sometimes it mm-hmm. is our own attitude going in because we've been used to this in the past. So um, we're just like, you know what, whatever, I'll just put my time in and, you know, throw my notes away or whatever. But really, and that's something that I've done ever since I came to the training that you talked about previously. Um, sowing seed where I'm paying attention to who's in front of me, even and, and challenging that mindset that I can't learn from this person. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a self-leadership thing that you have to teach yourself that you have to continually remember to do. So I think that could be a good podcast mm-hmm. episode in the future is to really dig into, um, you know, using what it is you've been given um, wisely and not just throwing it away like, oh, this is stupid. I know this or I could Google it. Well, okay. So first of all, I made a note of it so that we'll remember. So (laughs) listeners will be like, oh, they said that on episode 121. Um, (laughs) But I think too, like that is the thing that a lot of people are missing out on is Mm -hmm. they're constantly consuming content, which in this day and age is super easy to do because we've got, we've got content at the tip of our fingers on any app that we want it on. And so we see all of this inspirational stuff that um, really, you know, might, might help us stay like, oh, positive. Yes. And help us believe in ourselves more. But what is it really doing for us? Like, are we actually applying it or are we just sharing it and then moving on with our day and then sharing, you know, somebody else is saying the exact same thing, just a different way. So we just keep sharing it, but we don't actually have the knowledge of using it or Mm -hmm. the experience of growing from it because we've been applying it and getting down and dirty with it. And I think that's as coaches, that's our favorite thing to do. Right. (laughs) Right. Is to get really down and dirty with it. Ask hard questions. I mean, just today in our um, leadership principles for her mastermind, we ended one module, which is a book and curriculum. And we started another one and like the questions are hard. They're very hard. It's They're actually very this one hard. right here for yes. curious guys. This is yeah. one of the one of the books. The, of she the gets five. motivated, which that that sounds like a fluffy topic. However, it's deep. I and one of the principles in there gets really challenging to do. Um, but we're not. We start tell right it. off with procrastination. There's there's no. nothing fluffy about that. There is so. not. And and really like looking at yourself as a leader, your own habits, your own actions, your own thoughts your own places where you get stuck. I mean, those are those are the things that change you as a leader and then change your leadership. Right. 
right? And so it's not just how do we change the pet peeves in typical women's leadership training. It's how do we change ourselves mm, yep. in typical women's leadership training or just typical leadership training? Because, you know, so many people, I, okay, I once had, I once had somebody ask me like, how do you get your boss to be accountable to you when you have to be accountable to them, but they're not being accountable to you. And that is an actual issue in leadership, in the professional world, like Google mm-hmm. it, you're going to find a whole bunch of things, but none of, none of the, the, the resources that I was Googling or the tips I, I found when I Googled that none of them had said what the actual problem is. Right. 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 And the actual problem band-aid answers, band-aid answers. And the actual problem in that instance is you can't make anybody be accountable who doesn't first realize they need to be accountable to themselves first. They yeah. need to choose it. They need to be willing to look at their own leadership, admit what needs to change in them, and then take initiative to do it. Nobody can mm-hmm. make them do that for them. Like that's yep. just the bottom line. Nobody can do that except for you. Like when you make that choice, then you will change and other people will see the change in you. But so many times we're like, well, what's the answer to this? How do I get them to do it? Focus on growing your own leadership first. Focus on being a leader who, you know, walks the walk and talks the talk first. And it just might influence the other people. Mm -hmm. Yep. That kind of stuff is actually catching. So, and honestly, you know, at the end of the day, there's some funny things about these pet peeves and some silly things to talk about or experiences that, you know, this might be bringing up in your mind where you're like, oh man, I totally remember this like horrible event that I went to. And, but honestly, the data is clear. Women leaders are sick and tired of typical Mm -hmm. women's leadership presentations full of unicorns, rainbows, toxic positivity, it doesn't actually help you grow into a mature and respected leader. And we want depth. I think really that's been a big Mm -hmm. part of this conversation with Mandy and I is women want depth. They want to be able to reflect and dive deep into building their emotional strength. They want to be able to handle the challenging issues that strong leaders face. The kind that develops women into mature, intelligent leaders that already acts like we're mature and intelligent, that know how to balance these sensitive people issues that come up in leadership along with this like laser focused skill building. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly why here at Rayma team, we created our own leadership curriculum and our coaching experiences for women. It's Mm -hmm. to fill that need. This need of leadership training that develops women into mature, wise leaders with emotional resilience that commands respect. So if you're ready to step into fearless feminine leadership like that, your next step is to join us in the three-day live experience that is designed to help you overcome your fear of seeming like a bitch and not being respected as a woman in leadership. You can grab your spot to the Fearless Feminine Leadership Experience for only $19 today at raymateam.com. That's R-A-Y-M-A-T-E-A-M.com. Or you can find it in the show notes of this podcast episode or even in the description of this video in the live feed. All right. Well, thanks for spending time with us today. Hopefully this episode made you laugh a bit. 
definitely probably made you roll your eyes. And the bottom line is that we need things to change in women's leadership training. If you care about becoming a mature, respected female leader, start with the items we discussed today. And we'll see you on the next episode. Hey, Overcomers, we've been in your shoes. We know what it's like to be afraid of seeming like a bitch and not getting the respect we deserve as women in leadership positions. In fact, for over a decade now, kicking that fear in the ass has become the thing we do extremely well, isn't it, Rachel? Absolutely. In fact, registration is now open for Fearless Feminine Leadership. It's the three-day live experience designed to help you overcome your fear of seeming like a bitch and not being respected as a woman in leadership. It's your chance to kick that fear in the ass and lead like a boss. This is the Rayma Team foundational method that we teach our clients who feel like you crave those nitty-gritty leadership trainings that really cut to the challenging issues that strong leaders face. The kind that develops women into mature, intelligent leaders that know how to balance sensitive people issues with laser-focused skill building. You dream of being the kind of leader who is listened to and valued and trusted. A female leader respected for her emotional strength and resilience. And you want to lead your team well without sacrificing your health, your family, or the hobbies that bring you joy and fulfillment. We're going to teach you how to do all of this and more in fearless feminine leadership. The registration link is in the show notes. So run and grab your spot today. Okay, we will see you on the next episode. Thank you.